Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with your host, Marianne Beckman-Berman. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Marianne the secrets of the sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. Now, here is Marianne. Hello and welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with me, Marianne Beckman-Berman. And today, I would like to just... Um, kind of build on in an event that I participated in this past weekend, and I'm sure there are some of you in the listening audience who may have also attended. And whether or not you attended, you know, an event this past weekend, there may, there has to be so many out there who can relate to being a survivor of suicide. So it was the National um, Survivors Day this past weekend, and AFSP, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, hosted events all around the country. And I attended one in Schomburg along with my husband, and this was hosted at the Kenneth Young Center. So a uh, special thanks to Wanda Lee, who is with Minds with Motion, who conducted just a wonderful event to, you know, give a lot of the survivors, you know, whether we lost someone 10 years ago, several years ago, there was one mother who had just lost her son this past summer. You know, it's it's a club that, you know, you never think that you're going to be a part of. Um and for many years, whenever I heard that term suicide survivor, I always thought that that term referred to um, a failed suicide, or I should say a successful um, failed suicide attempt, right? So until until losing my sister, it that that term survivor took on a whole other meaning. And this was the first one. If my sister died in 2012, a couple of years afterward, I know that my husband, my sister, another friend and a family friend, you know, we would participate in that um, suicide walk that they have in the Chicagoland area, you know, but eventually I found those two almost be draining. Um, as as helpful as they are, you know, on, on one level, it's also very, very um, emotional. I'm sensitive. I'm so sensitive to other people's emotions. You know, um, this is why I've dedicated my life to yoga, Ayurveda, and this realm of, I want to say more about energy and vibration because it's it's something that you know we're not talking and we're not doing enough obviously because the statistics surrounding suicide are just astronomical and it continues to be a a, a growing crisis so i'm proposing or i at least you know having kind of um been through it with my own sister and honestly you know, I I I mention and you hear it in the opening promo that I tribute these sciences to saving my life. Because if you've ever had that thought, 
um, that you might be better off, you know, not living. I I wanted to always know what where did that thought originate from? Am I completely tired? Am I drained? Am I malnourished? Is it is it literally um, my mind? You know, so I'm I feel fortunate to have at least experienced um, oh some anxiety and what do they call it hypomania when I was in my twenties. And I remember being um, prescribed the different medications, the Zoloft, the Wellbutrin, um, the Paxil, and even Ativan. And I remember this was right out of college. And absolutely, after five years of college at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale, having, you know, fun while getting my studies, you know, looking back now, I, I wish I devoted more time to my studies, but I, I honor my path, right? And and we can't go back because that can absolutely um, give rise to kind of your own um, tormenting in the mind, you know, when you wish you could change the past rather than simply embracing it and using it as an opportunity to move forward. But when I was given those medications, I remember at that time out of college, I had a horrible diet. You know, I was still suffering from alopecia areata. So I battled with that for five years throughout college. And again, my diet was horrible. No one, no one emphasized how important it is to exercise 30 minutes a day, to, you know, drink water you know all the all the controversy with margarine and butter all of that stuff you know the 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 diet pop i remember going from tab to diet coke and all the diet pepsi out there so nutrition was certainly not even talked about in our health class um geez i don't even know what i learned this is this is why i i feel so strongly now about you know using some of these daily routines as a basis to evaluate and um, question our health and improve our health. But when I was on those medications, I I immediately knew that this this just made no sense. Doctor, I'm smoking cigarettes here. You didn't even ask me to stop smoking cigarettes. I'm eating pizza every day. I'm eating hot dogs and French fries and cheeseburgers. Um, I'm having, you know, eggs and toast and hash browns, all of your standard American diet items. None of that was even addressed. And when I was put on the different medications, all of them would make me sick. And that's, that's why they constantly would, um, shift them, right? As, as is commonly done to find the right dose, the right, um, the right one, um, you know, but I recall it was the Ativan, having to take something in the morning to kind of get you going, and then having to take something at night to wind you down to get a good quality sleep. It, I'm I'm grateful that even in my twenties, <laughs> this 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 kind of was a red flag, and I'll say it was the Ativan. Um, 
I took one pill. So this was something that I was prescribed. And I can remember at that time standing in my kitchen in my apartment, a small apartment in Chicago. And I felt so dizzy, queasy. I knew I needed to get to my bedroom. The next thing I knew, I must have fainted because I woke up on my kitchen floor. And then getting up probably too quickly, um, mind you, I was what, 22 at the time, I I knew, oh boy, I just need to get to bed. I am not feeling well. The next thing I knew, I woke up on my dining room floor. And I mean, I'm not that tall, but nonetheless, when you're an adult and when you just fall and you are knocked out like that, my goodness, I am just so grateful that I did not hit my head or, you know, hurt myself in any way. But that was my big wake-up call because when I went to the doctor, the doctor basically told me, oh boy, that is way too strong for you. Cut that pill in half. And and so I did, you know, but even taking just half that pill, I remember feeling the same effect. And and I I knew that, you know, something, I this is not the answer. I know better. Here I am struggling to to you know work out. Um, I remember having a membership at Women's Workout World with my sister. So my sister, even at that time, um, when we were in high school, you know, had encouraged me because a, a lot of women, a lot of us teens, you know, we are we're we're, we're caught up with peer pressure and we're and we're caught in that. Um, that pressure to, you know, look a certain way. Um, most certainly it, I think it's come a long way where we've embraced, you know, all different sizes and we've got, you know, different images that are now kind of in the mainstream on covers and even the store models, um, you know, and, and there is a variety of, um, you know, figures and, ideals of health. So back then we didn't have a- as much, right? <laughs> so so you can see that we were still trying to address um you know some of the stuff as best we can or a- as best we could. But when I when I think about this this concept of, you know, how I was on medication and what I did and how easily I could have just simply stayed on this medication because one of the big side effects was it my lack of appetite. So I recall immediately dropping quite a bit of weight, okay, because I just simply did not have an appetite. And, and I noticed the difference because if I now ordered a hot dog and french fries instead of being able to eat the whole thing i now could barely take a couple of bites of my hot dog i could probably finish you know part of the french fries and i laugh now <laughs> because that's that's where i was um on my food path you know working i mean i i probably would eat sandwiches i had you know bagels and cream cheese but i really didn't have this concept of being able to uh, manage my fire element, to cook my food. If I woke up feeling heavy or if I had ever experienced constipation, you know, I, I, um, honestly, I think I didn't know what to do other than throughout my life, 
my answer for constipation, I had known at one point was eat Burger King. So <laughs> if I ate Burger King, I remember it always um, gave me the urge. So there's there's so many things that that you know we've we have now at our disposal thanks to the internet. But even with all of that information, this is the uniqueness and almost the beauty of Ayurveda in that it's still it, it looks at each one of us individually. And what may be right for one, what may be a medicine for one person may certainly be a poison for the other. And when we talk about medicine and poison, we would rather have, you know, you experiment sometimes with anxiety. We know that the vata, the air and the space element, those doshas, that constitutional natured person is more prone to that imbalance because of the, the lightness. Oftentimes their lifestyle provokes this, this feeling of being ungrounded because they're not honoring their daily routine. They don't have that regular routine where they're not waking and sleeping at the same times, where they're not eating at the same times. You know, they may be eating um, randomly one day at one time, another day, another time. Okay, so they don't have that natural urge to eat like the pittas. So when we look at the vata, those that present, say, with anxiety, nervousness, a lot of fear, almost frozen, we have other concepts that I feel for those that, you know, even are on that spectrum of whether they've even noticed some imbalance in their life and have ever had a thought or have kind of pondered, oh, would I be better off, you know, dead? Honestly, this is where I say we need to nip this in the bud earlier. And why not expose, you know, people to a different world perspective? Um not only are we using the terms vata for the anxiety, we use the term kapha. When those, so the kapha, the earth element, which is also combined with water, that element is more associated with the heaviness of being too grounded rather than being more airy. They don't have the natural movement that the vatas have. The vatas are governed by movement and that movement of thought gives rise to all of their incessant thoughts. It gives rise to their inability to sit still versus this kapha, the water and earth element, which is naturally more stable. It's naturally um, more heavy. So if you've ever, um, you know, carried a gallon of water, a gallon of milk, you know that the water has some weight to it. So the the kapha energy, these these people with the kapha, whether it's an imbalance or kapha is naturally in their constitution, they're going to be more prone to that um, feeling of lethargy, and they're going to naturally have um, an inclination to just do nothing. You know, they're they're going to naturally. Um, 
want more sweetness on the tongue, for instance, for instance, and what they really need is more sweetness in their life experiences. So looking at um, some of these emotions from the vata, the kapha, and the pitta, the pitta, that fire and water element, that element is more prone to anger. You know, so those those children, those adults that have the anger outbursts that are very critical, very jealous, um, and there's, again, all different spectrums because on the one hand, you know, it can be um, violent, right? And on the other hand, it can even just be that, that fiery temper, um, but the fire burns regardless. And just having another world perspective to even have this conversation and then to know that certain foods, like all of the spicy chili foods, all of the stimulants can impact the those with more fire one way versus somebody who's cold. So the kapha, the earth people with water are naturally cooler. They're naturally colder. So if they're going to start, um, say, even a yoga class, they're going to naturally need a little more time to warm up and then they'll hit their peak and then they'll be able to wind down. Whereas some of those like the vata, the air energy, boy, they're ready to go. They've got all the energy. They've come in with the energy. And you know, if they come to a yoga class or even an, an exercise, they're going to benefit more from, you know, giving their all right away and then winding down. So we're going to talk more about our mental health and all things Ayurveda, yoga, meditation when we return. So stay tuned. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season.
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to today's episode on mental wellness with Ayurveda and yoga. Um, Before we left for break, we were talking about some of the um, imbalances that are kind of noticeable with the, the vata, the pitta, the kapha. So again, when we are talking about, say, suicide, you know, this is definitely more complex. It's it's an imbalance in all three of the doshas. Um, and in the in this world, it can be looked at even, you know, differently in terms of um, karmically as well. Okay. But when the vatas are out of balance, it's natural to find more anxious thoughts, more thoughts of doubt, of fear, low self-esteem, lack of self-confidence. The vatas are naturally more hyperactive. So when the vata is vitiated or out of balance, you will likely see um, the inability to focus, the inability to sit still, um, the lack of appetite, you know, so the digestion because of that irregularity uh, may not be as strong. And oftentimes those vatas are are having what's called a variable digestifier to begin with. So it's really important in those times to make sure that you do eat, whether you need to stimulate that digestifier with a bit of um, ginger tea, maybe even just some fresh sliced ginger, as long as you don't have any burning pitta issues, okay? Um, Even if you're at a restaurant, taking a little bit of black pepper and some hot water can also help. Even just stopping to breathe, even for a minute, um, just to simply focus and put your eyes on your food, tune out with your ears, all of the background noise, um, you know, touch. <laughs> We're not usually eating with our hands, um, but if you are, you know, having a piece of bread or whatever, just be mindful of, you know, what it is that you are touching and and even taking time to smell your food, smell the environment, um, you know, listen, what is it that you hear? And then taste, taking time to actually taste that food in your mouth rather than eating on the go, in the car, um, even having more warm, moist foods versus the dry, rough, hard, light, airy foods. So minimizing the salads, the cold foods. Cold beverages with ice are never recommended in Ayurveda as your body temperature, your internal body temperature is approximately 98.6 degrees. And that ice we know is roughly, you know, 32 degrees is freezing. So if we're constantly 
drinking ice cold beverages, even eating food right out of the fridge. Um, we're 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 basically jeopardizing and we're reducing that heat in our body. So we're pretty much putting out our fire and it's going to make it hard to cook cook whatever it is that you're putting in and basically transforming it, you know, into into you. All right. So the vatas, when in balance, you're going to notice that the vatas are naturally more, you know, creative. They they're always going to have more movement, you know, but but they're and they and they may even need a bit more um, support and guidance and reassurance from others to let them know, you know, you're on the right path. You know, hey, you're doing great. Um, they they certainly can use all the reassurance just to kind of, you know, help boost their confidence um, because they're the ones that typically are not going to have as much. Now, when we talk about the pitta, the fire element, these are the ones that you're going to notice changes because they're usually more angered. They're heated. They get heated by certain conversations, by certain people, by certain um, triggers. So be mindful when those in your life become overly critical of themselves or others. When you notice um, tendencies of jealousy. And even, you know, this, the, the pittas are typically the ones that would be fearless. So if the vatas are full of fear and can be held back because of their fear, that pitta, the fire attitude, is, is, is almost um, the opposite in that they are fearless. And when that fire is super high, um, their, their ego as well is involved. So, you know, be, be mindful. This is when they absolutely need to cool down. If you find that you're having a heated conversation with, with somebody, um, in your own life, you know, this is not when you want to eat the hot spicy foods. And I, I know I use that example Chipotle because that was a place that my husband and I would often go to knowing that, it was, you know, one of the more um, healthier options that that we could find. Um, but honestly, uh, a lot has changed. Um, you know, as as um, we've gone through the years, in that Chipotle is not something is it's not somewhere where we go regularly now. Um, as one doctor even mentioned, I know a lot of people are mindful of their carbs and the white rice, but I, um, but white, white rice, you know, hey, I can, I can handle some here. And I remember being told that I don't care where you are, any town, you can always find a Chinese restaurant and just order some steamed vegetables with no sauce and a side of rice. So um, no excuses about needing to um, eat <laughs> different foods, you know, when traveling or on the go for um, for convenience sake. Okay, so the pittas, if you if you find that the pittas are out of balance again, you'll notice you'll notice that they are going to chew your head off over the littlest things. So be careful. Um, 
you know, this is where too you you may want to, you know, without having ice cold beverages, you just want to be mindful of their stimulants, even their alcohol, wine. Okay. Um, if they can have even just some time to cool off, maybe some limeade, um, cilantro, some coriander, some fennel, some rose water. If if it's um, a female, some men don't mind the rose scent, but splashing that rose water around. Peppermint is always a cooling tea as well. I, I don't recommend peppermint late or in the evening or too late as um, I find peppermint too stimulating, okay, as it opens up all the orifices. Um, let me move on to the kaphas. So oftentimes, you know, we associate a lot of the suicide with those that are depressed at some point. That depression comes from that kapha that heavy energy. So those are the ones that are likely to not have as much movement. They they naturally are slower. They don't have that movement of the mind that the vatas do that gives them that ability to, to just create an art piece every day, write that story, write that poem, constantly, you know, come up with new routines for their dances write their songs. The kaphas are more, when they're in balance, they're very loving. Kaphas are your peacemakers. Kaphas are the backbone of organizations. Kaphas are those that um, are very comforting. Oftentimes, the kaphas give more than they receive. And you can see how that can certainly you know, play on someone's mind after time. But when you notice these kaphas in your life, those that are so loving, kind, people naturally want to be around them. You know, make sure that you you nurture, you nurture them too. And, you know, you almost, I say, go out of your way to give them a hug, to find a way to um, just... Return, return that love because those kaphas typically have more open hearts. And that open heart is oftentimes what leads them to imbalance because the other elements in the world can certainly take advantage and play, play on that natural loving kindness um, spirit. So when you see your your normally bubbly, kind-hearted um, friends, family members, coworkers become more depressed, more withdrawn, you'll also notice them become, you know, when we use that with word withdrawn, you know, I think that's a bit more kind because sometimes the the pittas and the vatas who naturally move and are on the go and the pittas are more organized and focused they view the kaphas as lazy as inactive when when it's really that heaviness that is just weighing them down and it's their nature so the the pittas don't have that 
they don't have that understanding of that innate heaviness because they're typically because of all the fire that they have they they burn everything up too quickly all right whereas the kaphas tend to hold everything this is why we say it's the earth it's the physical matter when you think of um our thanksgiving meal here this is this is oftentimes when we refer to it from um from a nutritional standpoint thanksgiving kind of gets a bad rap in that we know that we can't have a thanksgiving meal every day of our life because we would be too heavy so so the thanksgiving meal is most so, most closely associated with with kapha all right but again when you see that they're imbalanced, um, and when you find, say, the the kaphas, the kapha people, when you find them moving like crazy, and that's not their normal nature, keep in mind that we have combinations. The vata kaphas, those people with, say, vata as their primary, and then pitta as their secondary. Even those with pitta as their primary, kapha as their secondary, even if even if it's not pitta kapha, but they were kapha pitta, those are much easier to manage. Those are much easier to basically flow from one season to the next, to even eat different foods. The most difficult combination of the elements is the vata kapha. The vatas with the movement usually in the mind and the kaphas with the heaviness usually in the body. Our society typically will classify those as bipolar. So that was um, my, my sister had that diagnosis as well as major depressive disorder um, so I know there were times when she would get into those manic modes. Yes, she cleaned everything. Um, she would bake. Um, she might even go on a little shopping spree, you know, purchase all sorts of things, you know, start the projects, um, not get much sleep, right? That's, that's typical of that manic mode. And with with the understanding of Ayurveda, you know, we now, or at least I now can understand, you know, some of what what she experienced and and how as much as, you know, my my parents and everyone tried to help her and support her. And, you know, she was faithfully taking medications for over 25 years. I can see how she didn't really learn many other techniques with which to handle these ups and downs. Um, in Ayurveda, we know that the kaphas are going to be very vulnerable come the winter time with the lack of sun, with the cold weather, with the lack of connection that takes place over the winter months. And as we move into the spring with the meltdown. So is all of the kapha that gets lodged inside, say, the sinuses over the wintertime, the kaphas will naturally start to melt and they'll have the running of the nose, of the sinuses in the springtime. So we know that 
the the kaphas will naturally have more rhinitis, more difficulties in the springtime, and which, by the way, <laughs> those are avoidable if we um, tend to it in the fall season. The vatas, those with more hyperactivity, with ADD, with the anxiety, they're most vulnerable in the fall. And actually, they can be vulnerable at any of the seasonal junctions or um, when there's extremes and weathers, when there's extreme in their activity. So the vatas are always, always most vulnerable. The vatas need the reassurance. The kaphas, the kaphas as well, you know, those are the ones to, to send that Hallmark card, maybe to make, make a card to keep in touch with. Um, the pittas as well, pittas are very, very focused. I like to use the example that in a sports game, if, if you have friends that are even my, my husband bowling, for instance, when a pitta, when that pitta say misses a strike or gets, you know, a strikeout at the bat, that pitta, that natural fiery person, you don't need to tell them, oh, hey, you'll do better next time. Nice job. They don't really need any kind of um, consoling because they're going to already be mad at themselves. They're self-critical. They're judging themselves. They're going to ponder that all in their head. If, any, if, if, if you say anything to the pitta to try to make it better, it, it's going to backfire on you. See that word fire again. But the, but the vata and the kaphas, absolutely. Give them the love, but the pittas, you need to absolutely give them the space. So this, this goes with most conversations, with arguments, with debates. Okay. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about how or what I like to do. Um, because as much as these suicide prevention groups offer um, community and connection, I believe that there's a whole other way to look at this. So stay tuned when we come back. A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, 
holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back talking about yoga, Ayurveda, meditation, and mental health today. A couple other terms that we have in the Ayurveda vocabulary that I find clients with mental um, wellness issues are kind of surprised about are the fact that we use, I should say, I'm going to say that this is more in terms of yoga, but we we use these the, this term, the koshas, to talk about the sheath. And we talk about the five sheaths, these five layers to the body or to our, to us. And that first sheath is our physical body. This is the one that we, you know, feed with food, with water. This is the one that, you know, needs to sleep. All right. So this physical body is at the one, at at the, at the kind of at the base level. And the next layer is the breath. We call this the, or the pranamaya kosha. That prana, the life force energy, is closely associated with the breath. It's not technically the breath, but we associate it with the breath. And oftentimes in a yoga class, um, you know, you actually make this bridge because this breath, this second sheath, the pranamaya kosha, is the bridge between the mental sheath. So the bridge between the physical body and the mental body is the breath. And that concept alone it is somewhat mind-blowing when 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 people start to actually look at this and they and they start to realize just through these yoga practices, wow, I have forgotten about my body. And you move them through a series of poses and they almost rediscover. Um, different areas that are needing attention in their body. Um, it's it, it's so beautiful to to just witness. And if you've taken a yoga class, and if you've never you know experienced that, um, I I urge you to please just send me an email at info at healthyspirals dot com, and I will send you a link. Um, I've got a class on Monday evenings at 7.30 p.m. Central time. It's a very gentle yoga class focused more on the vibration. And you will, you know, tune into yourself. So if you're tuning in today, if you're tuning in um, on whatever day, take that as a sign. Take that as divine synchronicity that this is your invitation to, to simply, you know, partake partake in one hour and see what it does. And um, if it's not something you like, you never have to do it again. Um, And if anything, maybe it may help you 
start to really see these different layers in the body and perhaps help bridge your physical body with the pranic, with that pranic body to help you connect with that mental body. So this mental body, you know, the mind is not just in the brain. We have trillions of cells in the body and every cell, every cell has the intelligence. You know, cells differentiate um, themselves from one another. All we need to do is kind of be mindful of what it is that we put into our mouth. And lo and behold, we've got this incredible processing system that if we give it the right input, everything comes out the other end in perfect order. And when there's a disruption, you know, to the system, and whether the, you know, change that input, because if if we can change the input, the output has to change. And this is this is the beauty of both yoga and Ayurveda is helping you align your practices with the elements. All these people doing a lot of the vinyasa yoga, it may be too much if you've got high vata, that constant movement. But if you're kapha, if you've got more kapha, that earth energy, that movement may be the medicine that you need. The hot yoga that's very popular today. Again, if you've got some excess, you know, earth element on you, that excess heat may may help, you know, burn a little bit more and it help it may help you increase your fire to help bring balance. But if you've already got a high fire and you're already, you know, heated, maybe doing hot yoga is not in your best interest. An important concept in Ayurveda is opposites reduce. Like increases like. And that basically is the crux of Ayurveda. And if you find yourself heated, hey, cool down. If you find yourself too, um, or if, if you find yourself too cold, warm up. So keep that in mind as we move into the winter season. Um, when the weather is cool outside, you know, question, question the logic in having ice cold beverages over the winter time. Okay. Um, Back to Crime Against Wisdom, <laughs> another title of um, one of the earlier shows. So as much as you can, just be be mindful of what it is you're doing. Let me continue to move on to the sheets because when you are more balanced in the body and you connect that, the breath alone, just doing some breathing exercises bridges that connection between the body and the mind. And for those having all of this excess thoughts or even um, just not healthy thoughts, right? Doing some yoga, breathing exercises can help put more of that sensation back into the body. So we talk about these um, different channels. More people are familiar with um, the Chinese medicine um, meridians and in Ayurveda, we have where a lot of people are familiar with the chakras, but we also have these nadis. We have these channels in the body, and we refer to the mind channel as this manavaha srotas. 
And there could absolutely be some kind of blockage, some kind of deficiency with this channel that's nourishing this mono, mono vahasrotas, this mind channel. And just offering a, a, another world perspective is, is just very insightful, I find. And it gives people an opportunity because even if, you know, hey, if, if they have to be on medication, if, you know, if someone needs to be on medication, um, just like in Ayurveda, we're using, we're using these supplements to bring back the body's natural intelligence. And, you know, whether you need it for short term or long term, you know, that's for you to decide. But, but in Ayurveda, one of our goals is to basically reestablish that intelligence in your cellular communication so that the body can then operate and using those herbs and the supplements until your body remembers those processes. Okay. So once you feel better physically, you've got that bridge between the pranic sheath and the mind sheath, you naturally move into this fourth layer, which is called the wisdom layer. Pardon my um, my Sanskrit pronunciation. I, I usually use this term as vijnamaya kosha, vijnamaya kosha. But this is more of the discriminative intelligence. This is where you have more of that reasoning. Um, when when people are in that state and when they when they are to that point where they have decided or they know, right, all of those thoughts, boy, I'm I'm not needed. Um, no one loves me, right? All of this we know is warped thinking. And when when we or at least when I do yoga, when I find more students do yoga, because this is comments that I have heard over and over about how helpful this is, that this is their mental wellness. You know, this weekly yoga class that 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 people attend um, for years upon years is just incredible. And their families know. Oftentimes their families will say, hey, you need yoga. Okay. And then that fifth layer, because when when we have more of the wisdom and we are able to um, have uh, that that connection between our right brain and left brain, and we can have more rational, logical um, reasoning, we can actually move into that bliss sheath. So this Anandamaya Kosha, this bliss sheath is our goal. And if you've heard that phrase, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You know, th th this is this is along that line in that um, the world is what you make of it. And two people can go outside on the exact same day and one can point out everything that's wrong and the other can point out all the beauty in the world. And when are, when this, when these layers are kind of not working together when there's disharmony, it's only natural to have a disconnection in in this um in this rational, in this wisdom layer. And it's definitely hard to tap into that blissful sheath. So please I encourage you if if you've never experienced um you know some of these concepts or 
even this opportunity to differentiate between the body, the breath, the mind, I, I encourage you to just try try one of these Monday classes, you know, on me, please, okay? Um, I'm actually having some PayPal issues right now, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of that, say, say some prayers that... Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what I did to um, to have my account suspended. So <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of that. But I do want to um, just mention 988, 988. Many of us are familiar with 911 for emergencies. And if if you know anybody who needs support now, Call or text 988. That is the suicide and the crisis lifeline. And it's 24-7, okay? And I know some of the um, the younger generation prefers to text nowadays. So that's also um, an option. So please, if, if you're not experiencing mental wellness, you know, reach out to someone. And if you need to, there's, you know, many different yoga classes in your area. Um, I would encourage you to try perhaps maybe a more gentle one, you know, so you're not too hard on yourself. You know, please feel free to reach out, um, you know, to me. I I try my best. Um, I'm not one who lives by my phone, but um, especially as we move through this holiday season, you know, a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts can be stirred up and, and know that what, what, what triggers one may, may not trigger another. Okay. So I also encourage anybody who, who is kind of missing their loved one to look into Suzanne Giesman. So Suzanne Giesman, G-I-E-S-E-M-A-N-N, She's the retired Navy commander who inspired me. Um, I saw her at the International Association of Near-Death Studies, IONS, at Evanston Hospital, um, or at Northwestern Hospital in Evanston here. And she is just talking all things yoga. Okay, so she has come out as an evidential medium, and she has a wonderful support group. She has groups all around the country called Supporting or um, Helping Parents Heal. So compared to, you know, some of the, um, oh, the vibe at the AFSP, there's a whole other side of this conversation. Okay, so we'll talk more in future weeks. I thank you for tuning in today to Mental Wellness, and I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving, and I hope that you're feeling mentally well, okay? If not, please stop, take a breath, pause, visualize, and just remember that the light in my heart honors that same light and goodness in your heart. Namaste. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. We hope you've learned how you can lead a spiritually, mentally, and emotionally healthful life. Until next week, namaste. Namaste.